ಜ್ಞಾನಂಜನಶಲಾಕಾಯ an explanation of or an elaboration of a very famous verse which verse is that can anyone think ha huh? say it harer nama harer nama harer nama eva kevalam kalo nasteva 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 gatiranyata so this is being explained here elaborated upon ah hari naam karosha in our minds we should accept that the the holy name is the essence of everything what is the reason for that well that is described ebhava shaka in this ocean of birth and death the material existence is often compared to an ocean of birth and death spiritual existence is bhakti rasamrita sindhu the ocean of the nectar of the mellows of loving devotion to krishna that is spiritual existence and material existence is bhava sindhu or bhava sada the ocean of repeated birth and death the ocean of suffering so here it stated a bhava shaga habe bolichar balu means sand so there's a sand bank by which we can cross over this ocean don't be don't think that it won't we won't be able to cross it's temporary it's it's only for a short time that chaitanya mahaprabhu's sankirtan movement is manifest only for 10000 years which in eternal time is a very short time we get human life after maybe many millions of years so we have the opportunity now we can take it don't don't wait that comes up at the end of the song don't delay we if we take this path we will be able to cross over the ocean of birth and death be sure have faith have confidence make the holy name the essence ibhava shaga habibodichara hatiya hoibe if you walk across this sandbank you will be able to cross over have faith in that they may say well what about this what about this what about that what about dharam Uh, following all the rules and regulations of varnashram no one has any idea of such things nowadays nowadays if we even discuss such things people become shocked aghast how can you suggest following so many rules people have so many ideas of what they concoct to be spiritual life that you you wear some gems and you become spiritual or you you pick up a book 
teach yourself astrology and you become an astrologer <laughs> or you, you you take organic food and you become spiritual and there's so many concocted ideas or you take something to some people think by taking intoxication you become spiritual and some people think that by not taking intoxication you become spiritual and none of them have any idea of what spiritual life means so dharam karam dharam means following varnashram dharma means following so, so many different karmas generally we understand this word karma to mean the result of our activity but actually karma means activity when we say in english i stub my toe it's my karma actually the correct term is it's my karma fall it's the result of my karma it's a reaction karma means activity or work and another meaning of karma means specifically prescribed duties duties prescribed in the vedic scriptures for pious life so there are many such duties rising early in the morning taking bath these are sub religious these activities these are required for uh, to prepare ourselves to perform the the positive activities of uh, offering sacrifices studying scriptures and so on but these all form fall within the generally form fall within the realm of karma kanda or activities formed performed for the purpose of uh, getting future better birth and avoiding uh, degradation to lower species so this is but here the author of this song says dharma karma ajapa etapa jap means chanting various mantras so chanting mantras other than harina or performing austerity harina means the names of krishna or performing austerities again people in the modern age have no idea of this everything should be for our comfort that is the put so much emphasis on bodily comfort a a japa a tapa and then other vedic processes gyana studying scriptures the intellectual approach to spiritualism the the perverted reflection of which is that in the modern age that people under in, generally under intoxication or some kind of affective hallucination they write some books which they call their spiritual realizations and other persons who are similarly deluded take it as something spiritual but there are there are actual books of spiritual knowledge which are not just <coughs> the rantings of a madman but they're actually coming from the the actual source of knowledge krishna himself but most people uh, even most followers of the vedic scriptures take them to be simply form, formulae for increasing one's 
material happiness in a pious way or becoming free from this material world but without worshipping Krishna which is the sar, which is the essence of all existence. So, jnana, yoga, yoga, this means yoga, performing yoga, which you might be surprised to know was a the original purpose of performing yoga was not to have good health. That was, that is only a preparation. It was not even specifically, particularly good health, but specifically to control the life, the the airs within the body, so that the mind can be very peaceful so that one can begin to meditate. So jnana, yoga, jaga, dhyan. Dhyan means meditation. This word Zen, as in Zen Buddhism, it comes from the Sanskrit dhyan, although their, their meditation is also something. Not the dhyan system given in the Vedic literature. That's another, another fabrication with no actual connection with reality. So, uh, study of Vedic scriptures, performing yoga exercises, meditation, performing sacrifices, all these are various processes for gradual purification, but in Kali Yoga, nahi, nahi, nahi. No. Not by, not by any other process. No, no, no. Not at all. In Kali Yoga, the only method of purification is to chant the name of Govinda, Krishna. There's no other method of purification. Other methods won't work. They may be adopted as subsidiary practices. They may be. They're not essential to do so. They may be. Some of them may be adopted as subsidiary practices. So sometimes devotees, they perform a fire sacrifice. But even that has to be accompanied by the chanting of the holy names. Otherwise, it won't have any effect. And sometimes devotees do yoga for health, but that's not really yoga, that's just exercises. We can't really say that's yoga. It's, we, we call it yoga, but it's not really, the, it's not the yoga practice given in, the, in Shastra, but it's, it's exercises. Those exercises are exercises which are given in the, in the yoga Shastra, the yogic scriptures, but that is not yoga sadhana or the practice of yoga. That's just exercise. To do the exercises without the, without specifically, without the specific spiritual goal or semi-spiritual goal that it's intended to lead to, then it's only exercises. It's not even slightly spiritual. Although it can be used for health. Although actually, Prabhupada didn't recommend that very much. He wasn't very much in favor of that. So, nahi, 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 kalite kebala upaya govinda nam. The only way in Kali Yoga is to chant the names of Krishna, Govinda. Because all other processes, they're basically, they're more or less meant for either bhukati or mukati. Pious enjoyment of this material world, which isn't that much different from impious enjoyment of the material world. It's... It, it comes to the same thing, except one is not so grossly sinful. 
and mukti, the idea of being liberated from this material world, is also another, although it's, it seems much better than, than enjoying this material world, and it, it is better, but it misses the point. This kirtan is bringing us to the point. Harinam koro sha, sha means what is the essence? What is the point? Simply to get liberated from this material world is not the point. The point or the essence of all existence for every jiva is to serve Krishna. That is our constitutional position. So, bhukati, mukati, jaygati, shaygati, or whatever other kind of goals you might imagine, tahena kore horati. Don't be attached to any of them. Because even though they may say, you say, well, that's, it's very good. We can perform sacrifices, we can go to the heavenly planet, so we can become liberated from material existence. This is very good. But this very goodness is not very good. It's, it's, the, it's compared to, you don't have any experience in Cardiff, that's for sure, but the, the scorching hot sun, day after day, in the hot season in India, then in the monsoon some clouds may come and there's a little relief. But then again the cloud clears away and then again there's scorching sun. So the relief that we can get from all these different processes is compared to that of a cloud. It's temporary. It only temporarily relieves us from the burning. Sangshara bishanale diva nishi hiyajane Juraite na upai Narottam Das Thakur says we're burning in the fire of material life. There's another analogy. There's one common analogy of the material world is of it being like a big ocean, insurpassable ocean, which we can cross. It's we can cross it by Harinam. Otherwise, it's insurpassable. So another analogy is that of a burning fire. Material existence is like a burning fire. That's why all these ideas, people say peace, harmony, love, it's all nonsense. How we, we shall have peace. There's no peace in the material world. It's not possible. It's, it's the place of suffering. The idea that we shall make, life shall be ideal and we shall live in organic peace. It's all, there's no such thing. It's all nonsense. It's all pipe dream. There's, even if you, even if everything's as organic as, the Garden of Eden, still there's repeated birth and death. So what it, this, this idea of living in peace is just another foolishness. There's no peace in this material world. That we shall, we shall make laws and we shall, everyone will become nice. There's no question. In this material world, everyone is rascal to be here in the first place. So this idea that we shall make everything nice here is just another phase of envy of Krishna. Of course, it doesn't mean we should deliberately go out and make things unpeaceful. And we can live relatively peacefully in this world if we recognize that everything is meant for Krishna's service. But denying the service of Krishna, or then all our attempts to make peace are simply adding fuel to the fire of material existence. It's just another kind of fuel, that's all. Peace marches are just another fuel for non-peace. And they often end in violence. It's funny, isn't it? Peace march. They're all, during the 1960s, they're all 
protesting the Vietnam War and then they'd end up fighting with the police, <laughs> getting shot. So uh, we're burning in the fire of material life. So to, to think that any process, like I'll wear some, you know, I'll wear this gem and then my life, everything will be nice. It's just a cheating idea. Of course, by gemology, there might be some small relief from, it may be that our health will improve, but it doesn't mean, but if we forget Krishna, if we're not thinking of Krishna, if we're not making Krishna the essence of our life, even if our health improves and our bank balance improves and our marriage improves, but it's all useless. However healthy you are, everyone ends up being wrapped up in white and either burned or buried or every body, every body. So, what is the essence? No harm to try to be healthy, but that is not the essence of existence. The essence of existence is to understand Krishna, to love Krishna. So, Tarina Korihora, Meghera Juai Juai So, don't say that anything else but surrender to Krishna is the goal of life. Rather, chant the names of Krishna. Fill up the mouth. That means with great enthusiasm, just like you were chanting just now, with much enthusiasm. To chant enthusiastically means we have to we have to have faith in the holy names. This is not any ordinary singing. These are the names of the supreme personality of Godhead. We should such an easy process for self-realization. People, they're interested in so much esoteria. But here is a very, it's so plain. It's plain in the sense that it's so straightforward that we think there's so many other things. But we should do something very secret or difficult, arcane, obscure. But no, chant Hare Krishna. Easy process. When, when can we expect to get such an easy process again? It's so easy, so easily available. And we're born in this planet at this time in a human body during the time of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's movement. When again will we get such an opportunity? So, Jyoteka Pura, just see all the different Scriptures, they all give evidence to chant the holy names. There is nothing equal to the holy names. Why is that? What is this? What is the specialty of the holy names? Because simply if we have a taste for chanting the holy names of Krishna, then by this alone, love for Krishna will arise in our hearts. And if love of Krishna arises in our hearts, then we will attain Krishna. Therefore, we should go on hearing and chanting about Krishna incessantly. This is the essence. Give up all other nonsense activities. What are all other nonsense activities? Anything but hearing and chanting about Krishna. And by definition, it doesn't make any sense to do anything else but that which is in our self-interest. That's why we say if someone stabs themselves, he's a madman. You see, or someone, for, for fun, he slivers, slices off his fingers with a knife. He's a crazy person. 
Why is it? Because he's acting, he's inflicting suffering upon himself. He's acting against his self-interest. But everyone who doesn't utilize this human form of life <coughs> for serving Krishna, for understanding Krishna, is simply killing themselves, spoiling their opportunity. So give up all other nonsense talks, and nonsense propositions. Come to this point, serve Krishna. Premananda, the writer of this song, whose name means the, the bliss of love of Krishna, says that having attained this human form of life, we should make it successful without delay. Don't waste any time. Don't think, well, I'll just do this, I'll just do that, I'll try something else. Let me try this and that and so many different things. Just chant Hare Krishna. Simple, easy, straightforward, practical, proven, easily available. Everyone can take it. But we are so unfortunate. Hari Hari Bifali. Janama Gawainu Manusha Janama Paya Radha Krishna Bhajiya Janiya Shuniya Bisha Kainu. We have attained this human form of life where we are uselessly wasting it. Because even though we know what is the goal of life, we should worship Radha and Krishna. We don't do so. So we're willingly ingesting poison. So very straightforward. Unfortunately, we are not straightforward. We're very complicated. We, th we, have, we think we're very intelligent. And I think, in my opinion, I believe, we have such... We have great faith in our own foolishness. Everyone is, everyone is convinced that, well, I believe in it. I, I, I believe in my opinion. We have great faith in our, yeah, in our foolishness, our stupidity. But we don't consider how tiny and insignificant we are. What do we know? We're not prepared to take the knowledge coming from the higher source, from Scripture. Scripture doesn't mean this, some concoction that some people put together. But actual Scripture means Vede Narayana Sakshat. Narayana, the personality of Godhead along with the creation he gives scriptures from his breathing come the scriptures so these are codes or directions which give us knowledge of who we are who is supreme what is our relationship with the supreme why we are suffering in this material world and how to come out of this material world and there is so much knowledge in the Vedic literatures. But what is the essence? The essence is that we are all servants of Krishna. We are meant to serve Him. If we serve Him, then without any other motive, then automatically we become situated in our, in our spiritual, constitutional position. And if we don't do that, then whatever else we do, whether it's Yoga, yoga or reciting mantras or being organic or whatever else we do it's we're out of our we're out of sync with 
We're playing out of tune, out of time. So this is this simple point. Of course, this may sound very dogmatic that I'm stating like this. But this kirtan that we're singing, it's it's meant for it's meant for devotees who are already convinced of this to reinforce their understanding. If this understanding is not simply dogmatic, but it's based upon all Vedic literatures, Jateka Purana Pramana Dekonab Namera Shamana Nai. If we examine all the Vedic literatures, we will find there is no process equal to that of chanting the holy names. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare. Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. Iti Shorasha Kam Nam Nam, Kali Kalmasha, Nashanam, Nataf Parataram. Na nat parataram na nat sabavedeshu drishyate. That if if we examine all the Vedic literatures, we won't find any process better than the chanting of these names of Krishna. So that is established throughout the scriptures, Srimad Bhagavatam, topmost Vedic evidence, that Kriteya Dhyayato Vishnum, in the Satya Yoga, the process of self-realization was by meditation. And meditation doesn't mean this, stare at the tip of your toes for 15 minutes before you glug a glass of coffee and rush out to work. That's not meditation. Meditation, they would go for thousands of years accepting severe austerities. Now we don't even live thousands. We can't ima- even we hear of people living thousands of years. We don't believe it. What, what 15 minutes meditation? The minimum was 10,000 years. <laughs> and they're doing 15 minutes. And, oh, well, I'm doing meditation. Yeah. So the process of self realization was meditation. Dhyatam Vishnum, Tretayam Yajato Makai. And in Treta Yoga, by performing elaborate sacrifices, Dwapari Paricharyaryam. In Dwarpa Yoga, by deity worship. And Kolo Tad, how can I say? Hari Kirtanat. In Kali Yoga, by Hari Kirtan, chanting the names of Krishna. Hari Kirtan means glorification of Hari Krishna. But specifically by, in any form, that means to, may Hari be praised. That is glorification. Uh, to describe his qualities, that is also glorification. Distributing these books is Sankirtan, perfect or complete Kirtan. Because it's glorifying Krishna by giving knowledge of Krishna. But <clears throat> Nam Kirtan, chanting the holy names, that is specifically the process for Kali Yoga. Also, there are many such references in Srimad Bhagavatam. Again, Kaleyado Shanidhe Rajan. Asti Eko Mahanguna Kirtanad Eva 
anyone? Krishnasya, kirtan of Krishna, kirtan of the name of Krishna. Mukta Sangha Param You try to learn these verses. These are very important verses. What does this verse mean? Does anyone know? Kale dosha rajan. It's another ocean. We're talking about oceans. The ocean of material existence. Doshanidha. Doshanidhi means an ocean of faults. But there is one great quality in Kaliva. What is that great quality? Some, even though it's so bad, in Kali Yuga everything is bad, but there is one great quality. What is that great quality? Anyone? <laughs> yes, yeah, say it. That by chanting or by glorifying Krishna, then what happens when you glorify Krishna? Get some Mahaprasad? Yeah, you get, <coughs> you get Mahaprasad, the great mercy. The great mercy of becoming free from material bondage and going to Krishna. Therefore, Kaler Sabhajyantiarya Gunagya Sarabhaginaha Yatra Sankirtana Neva Sarva Swarto Bilabhyate. Therefore, persons who are Sarabhagina, this word Sa, Harinama Koro Sa, make Harinam the essence of our lives. Persons who recognize the essence, who are not waylaid or sidetracked by peripheral matters, Mm. they glorify Kali Yuga. Kali Yuga is very good. Kali Yuga is an ocean of faults. That's described in the 12th canto of Bhagavatam. Some of the faults. And in other scriptures, there are also different descriptions. In, in Kali Yuga, justice is obtained by money. If you have money, you have justice. If you don't have justice, you don't have money. Marriage is based on mutual attraction only. That's all. It's not based on any sense of responsibility. But I like you. You like me? Okay, let's get married. I love you. I love you. No, but any sense of responsibility, we have to raise children, no such thought. Even children, they're also begotten for sense gratification. Out of sense gratification, for sense gratification. Hairstyles will become very prominent in Kali Yuga. This is a prediction in the Srimad Bhagavatam. Lavanya Kesha Dharanam. People will think they are very beautiful by having long hair. Prabhupada or different different hairstyles. Prabhupada said, when I was in India, I couldn't understand what this meant. Because in India, up to that time, now things have changed, because people have become very modern in India, very rascal. So the, the hair cut was, if they had a tall or western haircut, many people had this, they all short back and sides, and then more traditional people, they would keep a shika. That was still quite common. And for women, it means hair is parted in the middle and tied at the back in one braid. And for widows, it may be cut or even completely shaved. So there's no, there wasn't much hairstyle. Prabhupada wrote in, in our Krishna conscious movement, we have 
one fashion, one hairstyle, a shaved head with shika. The Prabhupada said, when I came to America, I understood, I, I, when I read this, Lavanya Kesha Dharana, people will consider themselves very beautiful by their hairstyles. So Prabhupada said, and then I saw, because they think it's very beautiful to have long hairs and different hairstyles. And since that time they have red, green and turquoise hairs. And in the 19, late 1960s and 1970s, people used to think this Hare Krishna Mund, very strange hairstyle. But nowadays... We, there's so many very strange things that we look kind of normal. <laughs> so, so this is a symptom of Kali Yoga. They, they, they think it's very beautiful to keep lots of long hairs and so many things. The, the big, the nasty animals get bigger, and the nice animals like cows they get small, smaller. And people they put great, great emphasis on dogs. They'll you know, they'll make a court case if someone beats a dog, but but they, they they slaughter millions of cows. And so these are some of the symptoms mentioned. So it's not a good age. It's an age of hypocrisy. But those who are very much discerning, they glorify, oh, Kali Yoga is very good. And even demigods in higher planets want to take birth <coughs> on the earth in Kali Yoga. Why is that? Because by chanting the names of Krishna in Kali Yoga, one can very easily obtain all desirable things. Whereas in other ages, even if one performs meditation or great sacrifices, or intricate deity, <coughs> intricate deity worship, even then it's very difficult to become purified and get love of Krishna. Whereas in Kali Yuga it's, it's very easy. So Harinama Korosha. Where was I in the song? Jateka Purana Purana? No, we finished. So, uh, yeah, so that's it. This This song is, yeah, it's not meant to be it's meant for devotees, those who are already convinced of this process. But those who are not, we may have to present so many different arguments and lots of prasadam. Uh, but for those who have taken to Krishna consciousness, we should always keep focused. Always keep focused. It's very easy to get out of focus because Maya is always calling us. But always... Keep focused on the essentials. You have to chant the holy names of Krishna. Read Prabhupada's books. As Prabhupada often said, and as was so much apparent in his whole being, Krishna consciousness is very simple. It's nothing very complicated. It's, it's very straightforward. There's Krishna. He is supreme. There's us. We are not supreme. Despite all our imagination of being so, we are supposed to serve him. That's all. And we can do so by chanting his names, associating with devotees, cooperating in the Sankirtan movement, and focusing clearly on Krishna. Nothing else, nothing else will, will help. So, 
We should keep that focus. In preaching, we may do so many things. We may have, for preaching, we may have to deal with so many legal matters and different machines and organizational matters. And for preaching, it seems quite popular now to have, often to have indirect approach, gemology, astrology, Ayurveda, yoga, counseling, this, that and the other. We should always remember that if at all we are to adopt these processes, these are only the means to the end to convince people that all these things are useless, actually. They have no they have no intrinsic value. The only thing of intrinsic value is to understand Krishna and surrender to Him. You take all the gems in the world, they're all useless. They were, they not, not, no gem can help us become even slightly Krishna conscious. We have the story of Sanatan Goswami, who was approached, that you, I heard you have the most valuable thing. What is it? Can you give it to me? He said, yeah, sure. What is that? It's a touchstone. Oh. Parashmani. If you touch it to anything, it turns into gold. You have that? Yeah. You can give it to me? Yeah. Where is it? You see the garbage over there? It's somewhere I throw it in there. You can take it out of there. So I took it. It's touching. Ah! Go! 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 Ah! I thought, wait a minute. Why did he throw it out in the garbage? And he's just sitting there with, with a little tattered white cloth. He must be cheating me. He must have something more valuable than this. So he went back and said, do you have anything more valuable? Yes. Then why did you tell this is the most valuable? Ah, just to make you think. Are you ready to take that which is most valuable? Sure I am. Okay, well first chuck that out in the garbage. What? It turns everything to go. Okay, chuck it out and I'll give you the most valuable thing. Okay, throw it out. Then what's the most valuable thing? Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare. Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. Hari Nama Chintamani. The, the nectar. Chintamani. The, whatever you... Money means a stone. Chintamani means whatever you desire, you can have from the holy name. But a pure devotee doesn't desire anything but to serve the holy name. So this story is given of Sanatana Goswami. He has the most valuable thing the holy name of Krishna and everything. In comparison with the holy name, everything is insignificant. Everything is insignificant. People, they're just every saying they're going on peace marches. It's meaningless. They, they can go on peace marches, but there'll never be peace in this material world. There must be there must be wars because people are sinful. They're killing animals. Their reactions must come. They, they, they want peace on earth, but it's not possible. It's possible to some extent if we become Krishna conscious. But the nature of this mature world is that there must be birth, death, old age and disease. So people are pursuing a, a false dream and they think they're very good for doing so but it's it's 
just meaningless to think that we can have any ultimate happiness in this material condition. So Shravana Kirtana Koro Anukon, just go on hearing and chanting about Krishna. Chanting means preaching. Tell people about Krishna. Let them hear about Krishna. We can talk about gems, astrology, all these different things, but unless we bring them to the point of hearing about Krishna, and very clearly that Krishna is the Supreme Personality of Godhead, not that there's there's gemology, astrology, organic food, and peace walks, and peace malas, and then there's also Krishna. <laughs> if we present Krishna like this, then that's that's actually Namapara, because that's the eighth offense against the holy name, to equate the chanting of Hare Krishna with any other process. So it's good to keep focused that we may adopt various means for preaching, but we should know that there's nothing, nothing even slightly equal to or even slightly in the category of the holy name of Krishna and the process of devotional service. Everything else simply reinforces our illusion that I am not the servant of Krishna. I'm separate from Krishna. So everything should... Anything can be adopted to serve Krishna. But if we adopt anything without seeing its relationship to Krishna, without directly engaging it in service to Krishna then it becomes a cause of our illusion and bondage. So Harinama Karusha, make the holy name the essence of our lives. Nambina Kichu Nahiko Arachoda Bhuvanamaji. Within the fourteen worlds there's nothing of any value but the holy name of Krishna. With that faith we can chant Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, 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 Krishna Hare Hare. Hari Ram, Hari Ram, Ram Ram, Hari Hari. So Prabhupada gave us this wonderful process. Chant Hare Krishna. Study the Vedic literatures, which specifically those focused on Krishna. Distribute these books. Distribute prasadam, hold festivals. Have faith in Krishna and communicate that to others. Wonderful process, perfect process. Hare Krishna. Any question about this? Yes, Maharaj. They see no Satya Yaskali, still meditation is becoming popular nowadays. Yeah, meditation, that's not meditation. Yeah, yeah. You mean in Gujarat, this, this Swami Ramdas was teaching meditation to the Gujarat. What is that? Lok Sabha? What's that called? The, what's that? The state government? What's it called? Party. No, no. That, that's the party. Anyway, he was in the Gujarat parliament and teaching them so-called pranayama. He's not, I, so he's saying it's for relieving stress. And no doubt it is good for relieving stress. In, at least in a, in a partial way. But that in, in itself is not the goal of life. If we understand that we are all servants of Krishna, that in itself relieves stress. And we don't become hung up over little things. We may have stress in another way, just like Madhya Shoda, she was feeling anxiety. 
that Krishna will be taken away by different demons. So that anxiety is Krishna consciousness. That anxiety for Krishna is far more preferable, far preferable to the just being peaceful and no concern with anything. A devotee who works so hard for Krishna that his body collapses is in a far preferable to position to one who's just very doesn't do very much and is just very healthy. Better to worship Krishna and be sick than to be very healthy and not worship Krishna. To not worship Krishna, that is sickness. And that is the cause of repeated birth and death. And with birth and death, sickness is sure. So the real way to get healthy is to dedicate our lives to Krishna, to Krishna's (coughs) service. Even it may not be for the body the most healthy thing to do. But the body is not the most important thing. That doesn't necessarily, that doesn't mean that we should neglect the body or unnecessarily cause it trouble, but it's not our main priority. Our priority is to serve Krishna. And in the beginning stage, it may be that we bring people in. We don't tell them that in the beginning because it may. We try to make (coughs) facilities so people can live comfortably and be healthy also. It's not that devotees cultivate being unhealthy. But at the same time, we're not so naive to think that there's any time when we can be fully healthy. Or that that even if we are (coughs) extremely healthy, that, that that in itself is any goal. In fact, being too healthy can distract us from Krishna consciousness. If you feel so great physically, then it really puts you in the bodily concept of life more. You know, if you have, you feel just like zinging. I didn't feel like that for quite a few years. But, <laughs> but in youth, you, you feel a lot of energy like this. But that can be a distraction also. Feeling good on the physical platform can be a distraction from feeling good on the spiritual platform. But even even to feel good on the spiritual platform is not the aim of a devotee. His aim is simply to serve Krishna. Yeah, then anything else? All right, then, well, we should chant Hare Krishna some more, isn't it? Having said all of that. It's the old Hare Krishna program. Tried, tested. Chant Hare Krishna, speak on the philosophy of Krishna consciousness, have more kirtan, and after that there's one more thing. What's that? Everyone can answer this question.